always wanted to start a podcast, but just didn't know how to do it. Well, guess what? Anchor is the place for you. Anchor not only lets you download your podcast to their platform, but they even do it better. They take your podcast and they send it to multiple streams of other podcast places. Yes, I know because I've been using Anchor for over two years now. Anchor is the one-stop shop for everyone that has a podcast or if you're thinking about having a podcast. So listen, do not delay. If you want to join Anchor, you can do that now. And guess how much it costs? Zero. Nada. It's free. Just go to anchor.fm.com. Load your podcast, tell them that professional Sutton sent you, and I promise you'll be great, and I will love it. That ball hit high and deep in the left center field. Stretch, stretch. Down goes Frazier. Down goes Frazier. Into the nickel of San Francisco in the secondary. Hey, somebody has run out on the field. Ready? This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Inch by inch, play by play, till we're finished. This is Don't Shoot the Messenger Podcast. X about me, X about me. With professional Sutton. You already know. Chris G. My homie. And the Rucker Report. My family, what up? They for real. All straight with no chaser. Let the games begin. Let's go. Don't Shoot the Messenger Podcast. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. It is a beautiful Sunday morning. Thanks, everybody, that is tuning in. If you have not done so, please hit that like and share button because I have a lot to say. I have a lot that I need to get off my chest about the fight that I saw last night. Uh, this fight was horrible. Um, I, I think that, you know, this fight uh, is something that watching, I was pissed. Well, not because of Fury, um, but because of the way, you know, how can I put this in a very delicate way? I'm just going to say it. Because of the way Wilder finally got exposed for being who he is, I think that Wilder finally, finally met his match. I think that people are finally realizing who Wilder is. Um, You know, I love the dude. I think he's a great guy. I think he has a lot going. But I just feel that Wilder last night was really finally outmatched. And I think that Tyson Fury was not scared of him. I think Tyson Fury knew what he was doing. So tonight, so today we're going to talk about, you know, the fight that happened. But before we do get into the fight, man, I do have a a little uh, collage and, you know, uh, something that I put together for, you know, my man, um, Deontay Wilder, who messed up Black History Month. So I'm going to let this rock, man. I'm going to let this rock, man. And and, and I'm going to play this because it's, re- it's a... It's a real sad day. Be sad. 
plan to heaven Follow the Lord on 24-7 days God is who we pray Even though the devil's all up in my face But he's keeping me safe and in my place Say praise to the gates for race Without a chance to face the judge Said I got my soul with books Grudge me cause there's no mercy for thugs Ooh, what can I do? It's all about a family and how we grow Can I get a witness? Let it unfold We live in our lives to eternal our soul Hey, All right, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough, man. I'm on my bull this morning, man. I'm on my bull this morning. If you don't know, if you just joined us, this is the Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast radio, Sunday morning edition. Every Sunday, you know, I tune in audio only, audio only video. That's for Saturdays. I'm on my uh, bull today, but I'm definitely talking about the Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury fight that happened last night. Now, listen, I was very disappointed, but I won't say that I was shocked because I knew that Tyson Fury was a better boxer than Deontay Wilder. I knew that Tyson Fury was going to make sure that he keep Deontay Wilder at bay, and that's what he did last night. When he got that big shot and when Deontay Wilder didn't go down, but he stumbled, I said, oh, this fight is going to be a lot different, okay? First of all, he came out looking like Megatron, but he got his ass beat like he was Bumblebee. And I love Bumblebee, but just watching the fight, Deontay Wilder really never recovered after he got his eardrum punched out or what have you. I don't know what happened, but his ear was bleeding. But I just think this fight, he really found out that he was not the better fighter. And the brawler mentality works if you can protect yourself. If you are a true brawler and you can come back with some jazz, with some combinations, Deontay Wilder has not shown that he can do that. What Deontay Wilder showed last night was, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know why the hell I'm here, but I made it some way, somehow. And last night was a perfect example of what happened. And Tyson Fury, I don't care if you don't like him or not, you got to give props what props should do. He is pound for pound the best heavyweight champion out right now. Now, there might be someone that's better. I don't know. But last night, he proved to you why he is the linear champion. He proved to you why he is the best boxer in boxing right now. And that was a very good case and a very good argument. So when people ask me, well, who do you think will win? I said, I'm telling you who I'm going for. I'm going for Deontay Wilder. I like the dude. I like his charisma. But I also like Tyson Fury. But I would like to see Wilder win. I do uh, want the belt to come back, the linear belt to come back to the U.S. But at the same time, I know what Tyson Fury can do. And he showed you that last night. Now, yes, the clip I'm showing you of the, of the, of the knockdown, it could have been a slip. You can say what you want. But, but Tyson made sure he kept the pressure on. And Deontay Wilder was so, so scared after that. I don't want to say scared in the sense that he didn't want to fight, but he was sensing the, but he was scared in the sense that he didn't know what to do. Because usually he has a game plan. Usually by the third to sixth round, he's gonna have that power punch. But since his equilibrium was all off, that power punch was absent last night. And we've seen how absent it was because he was not able to get in a good rhythm. Now, I'm very happy that just happened because as you're watching the fight, you're like, how in the hell is he going to be able to sustain this? And 
if you're watching him, you know, throughout the years, you're like, someone is finally going to beat him because his hands are too low. He doesn't attack. He, you know, he used that power punch. And I know people say he's a brawler, but he's not really a brawler because he doesn't brawl. He just wait for the right punch. He wait for that power punch so he could knock you out. And then that's how he tries to take advantage. But that didn't happen last night. Tyson Fury made sure that Deontay Wilder was never the same after the third round. In the third round, everybody knew who was rooting for Deontay Wilder, like, yo, shit, this is over. This fight is really over. And I have to say, I don't know who trains this guy. Again, I don't know how he has been able to go this long without a loss. Because there has always been question about Deontay's Wilder skills. But one thing that saved him is that he has a nice chin. So he can take some punches. And that's cool. You know, you can take some punches. Last fight, I feel, if he had not knocked Tyson Fury down, he would have lost that fight. Because Fury on points was winning. He was really winning. But the knockdowns kind of helped things. But I just want to know... How is his footwork not that good? And I asked my boy Chris G, and I asked everybody that, you know, who I know who's boxing aficionados. Now, I'm not a boxing aficionado. I just happen to like boxing. And just watching his footwork is horrible. It's horrible. And, you know, reading some of the, you know, comments, um, I understand. Uh, you know, my Aunt Cammy shouts out to you. She said, hey, we win some, we lose some. I still love him. I still love him, too. I'm not going to say I don't like Tyson. Because I do like Tyson. Um, Shouts out to uh, TC. Shouts out to my boy Ping. He said, did you realize after his eardrum was busted, his balance was off, his his equilibrium was off, meaning he was dizzy. After that, the punch he couldn't recover. That is so true, Ping. But at the same time, during the um, post-fight press conference, Deontay Wilder said, well, you know, coming in, my leg was hurting. You got damn right it was hurting because you walked the hour to get to the daggone dressing room. I don't know who the hell scheduled this because you're watching the other fight. You're watching this fight like, yo, he's still walking. By the time he got to the dressing room, he was woozy. His girl that he was with, her feet was hurting. So, okay, it might have been his knee. But it's not his knee. It's his trainer. And like my man Doug said, he'd been living off his power for so long, he finally got exposed. He finally got exposed for the non-fighter that he is. And in case you don't know, this is boxing. This is not backyard brawl where you could just, you know, haymakers. These guys are skilled professionals. Uh, My man Ping said, fuck Wilder, he's a bum. And let's be real, he is not that good. His one punch that he's been trying to bank on for so many years, for so long, it finally came to a head. And I'm so glad that he finally stopped it. Now, if you're watching him, if anybody that watch boxing, you know the first thing that you do, you're on your toes. You know, you're on the balls of your feet because you're trying to get a good rhythm. You're trying to get sway. Wilder is always on his flat feet. I don't know how he is still, you know, maintaining this long. The dude does not run around the ring. He has a stiff ass, you know, uh, uh, form. He has stiff ass technique. And that's why I'm happy that Tyson finally beat him. Somebody finally beat him. Finally, and yes, Pink, he tried to, you know, get off on that one punch. That one punch is not going to help him. One punch. Yes, <laughs> you know, like Doug said, he should have been bobbing and weaving, but he's not. He is not. And I know 
let's be real. Black people, you know, Black History Month, you know, we, we want to root for the black guy, all right? But it's a damn shame that a black guy who's got his ass beat by a white guy who's named after a black guy, Tyson Fury, named after Mike Tyson, got his ass beat on Black History Month. That's some bullshit right there, okay? <laughs> but regardless of what month it is, I'm just happy that it happened because now whoever his trainer is or whoever he's going to hire as a new trainer, he need to say, look, we need to work on footwork. That's the first thing. I don't give a damn what you do. His next thing that he needs to work on is his footwork. His footwork is important and he has trash footwork. Okay. His feet is all over the place. Again, they're flat. He cannot get a good base and he swings from damn Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And that shit ain't working no more. As it was evident last night, it is not working. You need a new strategy. You need a new trainer who can show you, okay, listen, this is what we're going to do. He don't throw no combinations. Again, I'm watching the dude. I'm like, how is he this long in boxing? How is he getting around and really, you know, becoming a champion? How? You know what I'm saying? Um, respect the grind, TC said. Um, he said no need to uh, bring race in it. Now nah, I'm not bringing race in it, TC. I'm just keeping it real. I know, you know, a lot of black people because I was at a black event. You know, they were they were rooting for uh, Deontay Wilder. Again, a lot of these people, they didn't know boxing. They just seen a black man on TV facing a white dude. Hey, we're going to go for the black guy. Okay, cool. But if you know boxing, you know that nine out of ten times, this can go, you know, to Tyson Fury, who is the better boxer, who should win, and he did win. But again, you know, I was just, I was just, I was just making jokes. You know what I mean? So it's not so much about race, uh, TC, because um, Tyson Fury, like I mentioned, he's named after Mike Tyson. So, you know, so it's not even about that. And people call him racist, but that's not true. Um, Dante is on check-in. Steven C., my man, light-skinned Lance, he on the check-in. Um, my man Shane said, uh, Wilder is a one-trick pony in 80% of his fights. He always behind in the car. Then he caught them slipping with the one-punch win. Wilder just got exposed in the heavyweight division, just took notice he's done as a champion. And we also need to, you know, recognize that maybe the heavyweight division is just not as tough as people think it is. It's really not. And I know people, again, who watch sports, they are already aware of this. But last night was a prime example. And also, let's talk about this. And, you know, we'll talk about it later. Do we want to see the Wilder versus Joshua fight happen after both of them took two humiliating losses hit that like button let me know if we still want to see that fight or is this just a fight that's past his prime you know what i mean so i want to know but to your point shane steven um max kellerman he made the perfect perfect analogy he said deontay wilder is like a batter in baseball you know they'll be down by three runs but whenever they're down by three runs the bases are always loaded for him and there's always a fastball coming, meaning he always have that one punch that can end the fight. And that's what it usually is. It's that one punch that knocks out opponents and boom, they're done. But even before this tape, if I'm fighting him, I'm studying these things and I'm getting in. Now, what was exposed is that Deontay Wilder, he can't fight you in close quarters, which was already proven. But you respect his punch so much that you give him all the distance in the world because you are so afraid of him. 
You know what I mean? You are so afraid that if I get in too close, the moment I step back, boom, I'm done. But again, Tyson Fury exposed that last night. He said, listen, this is what it takes to beat him. And more, you know, younger athletes, better athletes are going to be watching like, okay, my next fight is going to be with him. And I'm going to show you how it really done. And I'm going to show you how to end this in three or more rounds. But again, one thing that I do respect, and you do have to respect Deontay Wilder, is that he has a strong chin. That's why he hasn't been knocked out yet. Again, he's, you know, he'll slip, he'll get knocked down, and he, he'll even lose in points. But his chin is something serious. So um, my man Stephen C said, it's because of his size and people, um, his opponents were intimidating him because of his size advantage. That's true. You know, again, the heavyweight division, you know, he's a he's a very tall guy to be in that division. But again, still, people are learning close quarters. It can work. Um, I mean, Dante said, nope, heavyweight division is trashy. Uh, Shout out to my man, Trey. He said, good job breaking down the fight. I appreciate you, brother. I'm just trying to give people perspective that don't really watch the fight. I'm also waiting for people to call in. If you know my number, call me. Um you know, and you can chime in. We can talk about it. I'm not like my man, Chris. Uh, I'm not like my man, Tommy. So, again, I'm not like a boxing aficionado. But watching the sport, understanding it, uh, having boxed when I was younger. Yeah, you know, I used to go to ring one. Shout out to ring one. Um, you understand that footwork is very key. And even though Tyson looks like a big old balut, even though he looks like he's dumb and he looks like somebody's father, but I tell you what, Tyson has that, you know, Wilder doesn't. That's good footwork. And his footwork might not be that of Mike Tyson, Holyfield, Lennox Lewis, or some of the greats. But at the same time, he has great footwork. He knows how to work a jab. He knows how to set up a combination. If you watch what Deontay Wilder did, his combinations are not there. He's trying to beat you on sh uh, sheer brute force. He's trying to beat you on sheer intimidation. But once you pass that factor, like we seen last night, what else do you have? Once he swings those haymakers and it drains him and depletes him all, all his energy, what does he have? He has nothing. And that's why it's such a great fight last night because a real fighter won. Aaron, what's going on, man? Pay back that money. Uh, Steven C said he didn't work on anything. I agree. The heavyweight division is nowhere near what it used to be. I will agree with you on that one as well. My man Doug said, let Fury fight all of them. I don't care for Joshua and Wilder now. That's so true. Uh, but Shane said, I want to see Wilder, uh, Joshua, and Fury next. I apologize. Yes, I as well want to see that Joshua and Fury fight as well. And what I would like to see, again, I'm not bashing Wilder. What I would like to see Wilder do is fight a few more fights. Again, get that good footwork down. You know, heal any injuries that he said that he has. Then you take on the winner of Fury and Joshua. Now, that will make more sense. That way, you can polish your skills more, okay? Get the combination in. And then what we all want to see when we're watching a heavyweight fight is the knockout. Now, that is what... uh. Wilder brought to us. He brought the old school, knock you out, unconscious, boom power in the heavyweight division. That's what he brought to us. And we appreciated that so, so much. But again, so many people were saying, man, I don't know, man. Once he start facing some better competition, 
this is not going to be what it's going to be. My cousin David on checking, man, what's going on? Um, so get them fights under your belt, Wilder, okay? Let me help you out here. This free game. You know, usually I charge people, but I'm not going to charge you today, all right? Get you a trainer that can help you with your footwork, okay? Get you a trainer that's going to help you work on those, you know, great timing and great combinations, okay? And lastly, keep that power punch because that's what we want to see. But we want to see it in successions where you're setting somebody up, then boom, you're knocking them out. Then we can enjoy the heavyweight division for what it is. But last night, like most people, I'm sitting there and I and and I get it. His equilibrium was all off. I understand. But also, that's why you have to protect yourself. The whole fight you saw Deontay Wilder hands were damn near at his, you know, belt. And if you fighting, I don't care, even if you don't, you know, even if you never became a professional fighter, even if you never fought amateurly. Being in fights with your siblings or in the streets, you know, keep your hands up at all time. And that is something that Wilder did not do at all last night. His hands were down. He was in a, a, a suspect position all night, again, because of his footwork and because of his hands. And Tyson Fury, even if he didn't win, you know, with TKO, he was going to win on points. And if you just look at this scorecard, man, I think they said that Wilder landed 18 punches. Now, people, if you don't understand how low 18 is, that is horrible. Horrible. 18 punches. He only landed 18 punches last night. So that goes to show how his uh, boxing skills are. That goes to show you that he has nothing in his arsenal but the one punch. And he's becoming a one-trick pony. But I hope that he really gets it together because I think even if you don't like his style, you still want to see him win. And if you're American, you want their belt to come back. We haven't had the belt back since what? Holyfield, probably the Lanier belt because the uh, Klitschko's brothers had it. Um, you know, now Tyson Fury has it. So we haven't had it in a while. So we need that belt back in the U.S. And we need it to be represented by a good champion because that belt goes back to Jack Johnson and, you know, uh, uh, Rocky Marciano and, not not Mike Marshall, you know Mike Tyson, you know some of the greats, Holyfield. So we want the belt back, but we need someone that can represent us and bring the belt back to a good good place. Um, I'm going to read some of these comments, and then I'm going to head out. But I think everybody. So before I go, let me see. Uh, he said uh, he just didn't, and this is Doug, by the way. Doug said he didn't look the same. Plus, there was no uppercuts at all, none whatsoever, because he was so afraid. And he's used to intimidating people, but nobody was intimidated last night. And that nobody was Tyson Fury. He was not playing. Um, Dante said, Wilder's fighting like he's uh, getting jumped. <laughs> Fury game plan was good. Uh, give no room uh, to punch him. Yes, that is so true. And Stephen C. said, he never had any footwork. There's no way in the world that someone 60 pounds heavier than you should be quicker and more elusive then you are. He looked like a baby deer with wobbly legs. Yes, he did. He blamed that on some injury he had. And he said he's very limited and people should have saw that his last three fights, really his highlights. And I agree with that. Again, I think that because of that much power he has, Steven, people are scared of it. People respect it. So this is why you have people, you know, standing back and not really giving it their all. 
Um, I think that if he had fought Ortiz even five years ago, I think we would have had a different result. But again, he fought an older Ortiz, so he got away with that. Um, he got the decision. Well, he didn't get the decision, but he got to draw with Tyson Fury. So again, he he he's been relying on his punches, but hopefully this loss catapults him to another level where he's like he goes on a tear for another few fights. He's a little older, so he's not going to be around another 10 years um as very uh a sharp fighter for the next 10 years. Again, he started late, but I still say that if he is in a good place, great training, Wilder could be around for a solid four years, maybe. Again, because boxers don't fight as often as they used to. So I said Wilder could be around for another four years if things, you know, go his way. But if not, then, you know, then it's, then it's going to be tough. Are we seeing the demise of Wilder or are we seeing a resurgence that, that this is going to help him? You know, we don't know. We don't know. But I really hope that this fight is, you know, puts him on notice, his team on notice. And they try to do something that at least helps this guy, at least help him become a better fighter, if not anything else. Because he is owed that. And we are owed that as fans. You know, we need to see we need to see a good fighter and we need to see a U.S. champion, you know, in this country because we haven't seen that in a while. So thank everybody. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, I just had to get on my soapbox here. Appreciate everybody for tuning in again. This is the don't shoot the messenger podcast radio show. I keep it sure. I keep it light. I'm not going to go too hard unless we have some good topics, but before we go, uh, we are seeking sponsorships. You know, if you want to donate, if you want to, uh, you know, be part of the don't shoot the messenger family, you know, we'll, we'll appreciate that. Um, Come on now. Come on down. Please do. Also, we want to thank our sponsor, 94.3 WIBC, the rhythm of the city. You can catch them on www.943wibc.com. And if you want to find us, man, you can go to our social media. Don't shoot the messenger podcast on Instagram, real DSTM, Twitter, real DSTM one and on YouTube, professional Sutton. And again, like I was saying, please donate if you can. Um, that's dollar sign Sut 10 S-U-T-10. Um, SUT 10 and on Patreon, don't shoot the messenger sports podcast. So anything that you can donate, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. So thank you guys for tuning in to another edition of don't shoot the messenger podcast radio. I'm your boy, professional Sutton and I'm out. Peace. Ready? This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Inch by inch, play by play, till we're finished. This is Don't Shoot the Messenger Podcast. X about me. X about me. With professional Sutton. You already know. Chris G. My homie. And the Rucker Report. My family. What up? They for real. All straight with no chaser. Let the games begin. Let's go. Don't Shoot the Messenger Podcast. <laughs>